often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap box. Welcome to the Slapbox Podcast. This is episode 535. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, recording once again inside the Slapbox Penthouse. The cat, Agent Fox Mulder, laying behind me. He's tuckered out, passed out. I think he's a little tired as, uh, I'm going to wake him here. Try to keep it, keep it on the down low. Uh, he, uh, earlier, uh, I saw him uh, attacking an insect. I went over and he was like playing with a cricket. Usually, he'll just kind of fuck with them and just kind of play with them. But this one must have looked especially delicious to him for whatever reason. As he went on to eat said cricket. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he ate the cricket. <laughs> Then I I left, and uh, of course normally I do when I see him playing with an insect, I'll go ahead and fucking take care of it, and you know take it from, kill it, uh, end it real quickly. But uh, <laughs> this time I didn't. He uh, he ate the cricket, and uh, I went to the gas station, and uh, came back. And he started puking. He puked, I, th- I believe, at least a good four times. <laughs> All that I saw of the cricket was like a couple of legs. And uh, that was pretty much it. But most of it was just like liquid. I'm like, dude, what the hell, man? <laughs> you just had to eat that cricket, didn't you? He's all tired now. I think, I'm think i thinking it's because of the, the puking. The puking probably made him <laughs> all tired and shit. Uh, it's it's funny now that I'm I, doing real manual labor, real hard work and all, being like a, <laughs> I don't know, like a, I don't know if I want to say man, but more like a, a, almost old school, like I feel like I'm going to work at the coal mine and all. I come back, I got the black face on and everything. Again, not intentional. I'm not intentionally doing black face. It's just a matter of tack welding gives you black face. Well, a lot of those guys actually are, you know, they've been doing it forever. They they managed to somehow keep their faces clean. I think it's because I don't block my tacks whenever I, uh, that that much when I'm tack welding and I'm right up in front of it and the shit's just hitting my face. I should probably be better about blocking it from myself. And I, I, I think I'm starting to get better at blocking it whenever but anybody's around me, just not enough of myself. But, uh point I was going to get to is I'm covered in shit by the time I get off work and uh, when I come home of course Agent Mulder's excited to see me and I usually give him a treat if I've been at work all day because he's you know got nothing else to do like alright buddy here you go just you know don't don't puke <laughs> it's not a cricket I'm not giving him crickets for treats uh, but uh, he'll rub up against me like when I first come in the door and because I got all the the shit from the tack welding on me, I can't let him rub up against me. I've actually had to clean his face with like Dove soap because he's rubbed his head against my my welding pants, and uh, that's no good. It's no good. So uh, I've started to get to the point where uh, 
before I come in the house, I uh, strip down to my boxers and shirt and, and socks. So when I uh, come in, he can't rub on his face on black suit, suit, sut, or what suit? <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, all the shit from welding uh, on uh, on my pants. Don't get that, you know, on him. That's probably not good for him to have that and to like lick it because you know he's getting. That's how he cleans himself. So I don't want to have to clean him off with Dove soap. Like seeing all those old, you know, ducks whenever there's a big oil spill, how they get the Dove soap and just start cleaning them with the their Dove. I mean, uh, Dawn. <laughs> I don't think Dove's gonna cut it. Dawn soap, like dish detergent. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's been <laughs> interesting. And I've learned too, to go to the bathroom at right before I leave work. Cause, uh, I, my body seems to time it out to where I have to hit the bathroom as soon as I get home. And that's kind of a problem when I got to strip down before I can hit the bathroom. And I've, I've come, I've had some close calls, but I'm not in Russia. So I'm not actually like shitting or pissing myself, uh, not in the bathroom as, uh, managed, managed to make it. Managed to make it to the bathroom without accidents. <laughs> um, but uh, hey, it's uh, Thanksgiving coming up. Uh, it will be Thursday after I uh, release this, as that's exciting. And uh, I'll actually have a little bit of money as I, I'm getting paid every week now. And man, my first paycheck, pretty nice, pretty nice. But I know. <laughs> You know, I've got a little bit of credit card debt as I've spoken for a long time now about uh, having a, a lot of debt. And, uh, you know, a big part of that might be that uh, little guitar I have over there, that Gibson Adam Jones guitar, which, I again, I st- just still fucking love. It is just so much fun to play. So much fun to play that thing. And I don't regret it at all. I don't regret owing money on that, but uh, I got to pay that off. But as soon as I see dollar signs in my bank and knowing like, ooh, I, I got my bills covered and then some, and got to, uh, a little bit of extra, like bad thoughts start pouring into my head, you know, all the things I could do with money because it's like I haven't had any money left over past my bills in a long time. And uh, it's like, ooh, a lot of excitement there, but... Uh, no, I gotta, I gotta get uh, pay off some debt. I gotta be a responsible adult. At forty-one, you, yeah, you know, if I haven't learned it by now, <laughs> probably, probably not gonna learn it ever. But I probably should. I should probably try to be responsible with it, and uh, you know, pay down debt. That's uh, a wise decision, I do believe, as uh, <clears throat> it would be quite nice to have uh, debt. And, you know, we're hitting this, like, uncertain times. A lot of bad stuff, you know, uh, since, ever since the pandemic. And then there's, you know, recession thing. I don't know. Inflation. There's a lot of, a lot of bad stuff. So maybe I should get my ducks in a row and... Uh, Affairs in order. Uh, <clears throat> that being said, I still have things that I would really enjoy to spend money on. That it's like it's tempting to do so. As uh, I'm still thinking about a couple of different guitars. That being the Noel Gallagher 
Epiphone Riviera, which is only like $900. I mean, it's less than the Adam Jones. But that there's the Tony Iommi SG special, I believe it is. And that one's like uh, <clears throat> like 2400 <laughs> It's a little bit more pricey. I really shouldn't do those things. And, you know, I would like to get a pool table up in here. And uh, that would be nice. Um, and the thought, you know, I was going to get one for a friend. And then uh, I don't think that's probably going to happen. And then uh, I, I don't know that I want to actually get a used one. I don't know. I guess if I could find a really good used one and pay to have just pay because I believe there's companies out there that uh, will transport and set up pool tables. And that would be nice. But uh, again, a used one, I just don't know what the how good, even if it's a slate table and all, how good like the bumpers are and such. That if you're going to, you know, go through that trouble. Why not uh why not get a new one? <laughs> and uh all that stuff. But then again, moving a pool table is a pain in the ass. Uh, you know. And I'm sure it's kinda of pricey to just have a company come and set it up, but uh I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. The pool table's not real high on the priority list right now. Uh I've got other fish to fry before I come to that bridge. But maybe in like a year or so, I'll uh, finally get that knocked out. I'd like to have a pool table that uh, also had a tabletop I could put over it so the Agent Mulder over here doesn't get any wise ideas to, you know, tear up the felt. <laughs> I'm sure he would if uh, given the chance. He likes to claw up this couch <laughs> in here a lot. And... uh I foresee him tearing up the felt on the pool table if it's not covered when not in use. Now I'm not home, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be I'll show you, motherfucker. I see this beautiful felt on this table. I'm gonna shred it. It would be kinda cool too. I know that you can get like uh custom felts done. It might be kinda cool to like throw some Alex Gray art on there, like net of being or something of that nature <laughs> on a uh, pool table. I'm sure somebody's done it. Um, you know, I'm it'd probably be a fucking fortune to get that put on a, let's see, Alex Gray. I bet somebody had to have done it. There's got to be like a Reddit thing or something. Uh, As, yeah, I'm not seeing it. I could see him having a pool table at his place of business or something where he's got his own art on it. I mean, he's painted Danny Carey's drums. Why not have a pool table felt? Um, let's see. Custom pool table felt. You know, I. it's probably going to shit. It'll probably cost at least several hundred dollars. To get this made. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's one custom pool table cloth for 550 bucks. Yeah, I knew it, was, it would be pricey. Oh, sweet. Bumper LEDs. Oh, for only $40. That would be fucking dope. 
That would be fucking amazing. <laughs> that makes me want to get a fucking pool table right there. Just seeing the LEDs. I mean, LEDs are, are cheap and easy to install and all that stuff. But, man, I just seeing that, like, I was like, oh, the, the being lit up. It reminds me of so, like, the L- I love how easy it is to get LEDs nowadays. And stuff makes me think of the 80s. Go all like Miami Vice. I want to start wearing my shoes without socks all the time. And uh, not at work, though. <laughs> With the uh, steel toe boots. That's a horrible idea. But I want to go all Don Johnson with it. I want to go Crockett and Tubbs, man. I want to have a white jacket, pink pink shirt, white jacket, some fucking shoes without socks, and play some billiards. With some LEDs, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, shit, that is... Okay, this is on poolfelt.com, which sounds like, you know, probably one of the bigger sites. They got the the URL. Seems like the URL you would want if you had custom pool table designs. Um, oh, shit, my... F- Files have to be a vector file. Prefer to be a vector file. Um, God damn it. I don't know if I'd be able to put some tool stuff on there. And probably, um, you know what I wonder? Probably. <laughs> Let's see here. Does he have vector art? <laughs> Uh, is a PNG? Can I reset. Resize this shit. Um, transparent images. What the? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> did he do the Sublime logo? I don't know, but I don't think he did the Sublime logo. I don't know why that's showing up. Now on the uh, forty ounce to freedom. I don't know about that. Clean PNG. Somebody I think probably redid the art as a vector. I don't think Alex Gray is uh going around doing that. Um Oh the yeah, stereoscopic Alex Gray. It's off the uh Ten Thousand Days album. Stuff's fantastic. As uh sadly I never did buy the physical copy of Fear Inoculum. I have uh, the iTunes one, but uh, it seems kinda wrong that I don't own um own the physical copy of that oh this oh that would make can it is it resizable like I'm seeing some stuff that's edited for your phone and and whatnot but uh I don't know that it would work on a pool table that seems um do do let's see what it says about their artwork here. It says we prefer to have your logo or artwork in a vector file, vector graphics files, an image that can be made infinitely large without losing quality. Common vector file types include AI, who's Adobe Illustrator, EPS, encapsulated postscript, which I believe is the most of the ones I used whenever I was doing shirts. But uh it does say we are able to sometimes use high-resolution PDF files, JPEG, and PNG files. Unfortunately, will not. Oh, J. 
PDF files, yeah, they can use, but JPEG and PNG files, unfortunately, will not work. Um, which uh, makes sense. They're uh, awfully pixelated, and you expand that over a fucking pool table, it's going to look like shit. Uh, it says, we are also able to use pictures taken with a camera setting for high resolution. Check our shutterstock.com to find high-quality images. Just tell us what image you like the best, and we will take care of the rest. Um, review your sample proof. The sample proof will arrive in your email box. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about that. Um, do they have why don't they have a gallery I want to see a gallery of uh, their shit man don't uh, don't jerk me around here (laughs) do you not have some pictures of this shit I would think that they would have um see custom and it just leaves me here. I want to see what you got here. Damn it. And they got nothing for me here. I want to see, you know, examples of their previous work before I, I entertain this fucking crazy idea. Uh, let's see some images. I'm sure I'm going to see. Like this, there's a Hennessy one. That that one looks. Oh, that's a whole. That's not even the actual felt. That's just like a mock-up. It's like not the real. I want to see. Like most of these are simple designs, which I would think would make it easier, you know, to get like a vector file on. And it's mainly text. I want. I want some images with a little bit more to it than that. It's a Hard Rock Hotel and cas- Casino there. That uh, looks like wood. It's cool felt. Um, again, not like the craziest designs on here. I want to see some elaborate shit. There's a dragon with a little bit more. Again, not quite. Oh, this plaid. <laughs> I love the plaid. That's fantastic. Oh, that you know, I was just talking about how a pool table <laughs> is like low on the list. But seeing these custom felts and then like throwing like a fucking LED on there. Just fucking ugh. It looks like oh, there's a map of the world. Man. I don't know what I would now I'm like the world map would be pretty sweet. Or just like the rustic map of like say Ireland would be pretty pretty dope. As uh I am finding some better pictures of stuff. That one looks like something like an old school wallpaper you'd find uh, on some shit. Uh, Deadpool? That one, that one's a little bit more detailed. That's a high quality image. I think the, the hardest part, though, if I did go Alex Gray, I mean, I'd have to find a high quality image that would be sufficeable. Uh, it would be I don't think Alex Gray's artwork is uh I don't I don't think I can buy digital versions of it on uh his website. I think it's all like canvas and such. Which I guess I could just, you know, buy a canvas of it and then <laughs> Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't work as good as a felt, I don't think. <laughs> Ball's gonna have a lot of drag. You don't want a lot of drag on your balls. 
you know, no Dragon Balls. Um, man, it would be so. There's just so much cool things you can do with pool tables. There's some unique designs in here as well. These like Art Deco type pieces and stuff. Those are fucking expensive though. Man, this one looks like a super cool like kitchen table. If you fucking, it probably has a top. It's like all like steel on the sides, which like a mirrored fit, like a chrome mirrored finish on the sides, and then like circular, like two big circles for legs. And uh, man, it is like mirrored finish on the on the chrome there. I guess that's chrome, or maybe it's just a fucking mirror <laughs> wrapped around the sides. I think it's like chrome. Just so much. See, I think the thing is, I just need to fucking hurry up and win the goddamn lottery. Then I could just get absurd with a, a pool table. <laughs> Again, though, not not high on the priority list. Even after seeing like these cool things and thinking of just the like different things I could do with a custom pool table, uh, felt that is. Uh, it's again not, not a big priority. Um, ooh, there is some uh, clip art. What? I was gonna say there was like clip art and Alex Gray. That that didn't send me to. Or maybe Alex Gray does some uh, shitty clip art art on the side to get a little uh, little extra moolah. But uh, I'm I'm gonna say probably not. Thinking he doesn't do that. Uh oh, the net of, net of being though. That one uh, that one's a pretty famous. one. I love that one. That one's. That one would be nice on a pool table. Although, I don't know. That might be too busy now I'm thinking about it. There's a lot going on on the net of being. And if you're trying to play pool, <laughs> it might be a little fucked up to have a... I'm kind of thinking about it and trying to like stare at a pool table when there's a lot of shit going on, you know. And that could really... I would imagine that could fuck with my eyes. It'd be a little difficult to uh, to di- to just like play pool with that going on. I don't know. It might throw because you know when you're you're looking for lines and angles when you're playing pool, and there's just a fuck ton of lines and different colors on the pool felt itself. It might be a little difficult. I'm just saying it might be a little difficult. I'd I'd have to ask some experts before getting that done. Before I'd be like, you know, I think if I were to ever one day get a custom pool uh, felt like that, I'd probably want to contact <laughs> the people making the felt and be like, look, have you ever made anything like this? And does it cause you issues <laughs> when playing pool? I feel like it might. But, you know, there's plaid. That plaid's got a lot of lines and stuff in it. People are doing that. There's the old Union Jack, the uh, UK uh, flag. Uh, I think that looks almost like a Cobra Kai. Is that a Cobra Kai? No, it's like a... Oh, that's a rattlesnake. It's kind of cool, though. It's orange, black. Cool beans. Anyway, yeah. That would be... That would be interesting. would be interesting. Uh, 
getting ready again for uh, Turkey Day. That was one nice thing about work. I mean, they have a lot of benefits where I work. It's pretty, uh, you know, it's a dirty, rough job. But, man, they are uh, they're very uh, nice with the benefits. Uh, I, I did get a free turkey, which I need to remember. I'm uh, giving away to Jackman and uh, Tony and Jackman. As, uh, I don't really have a need for a turkey. Man, it's a big one, too. It's a 13-pounder. Thir- big old girthy 13-pounder. <laughs> and... Uh, but I'm giving it to uh, the old roommates, of course. Um, as uh, as of right now, plans for Thanksgiving Day, uh, my mother, myself, and possibly Shelly, as well as Nabina, mate. I'm not sure what if they're going to be around or not. Um, but uh, my mother and myself are, are at least going to hit up uh, Bob Evans. So we've done that the last couple years. It was kind of like a... Became a thing whenever the pandemic hit. Although, you know what? I guess we could check into it. Uh, we d- did one or two years there where we went to a casino buffet for Thanksgiving. That was pretty awesome. Um, let's see. Casino. Thanksgiving buffet. Um. That doesn't help me a whole lot. Um, uh, I guess I got to look for specific ones. I I thought that might help me um, with that. Let's see, casinos near me. Let's let's do that one. Let's uh, maybe try the Hollywood. I think a Maristar, this is one we went to before for the buffet, but that was like pre-pandemic. And then once the pandemic hit, they weren't doing the fucking buffet anymore. It fe- I feel safer now going out to a buffet. Um, the Hollywood Casino, where's uh, Maryland Heights? I believe I've been to that one. That might have been one we went to a buffet at before. I've been to a casino buffet a few times. And man, they got killer buffets. Although, you know what? I f- do feel like an asshole <laughs> when uh, I go there for, uh, you know, holidays. Because I worked in uh, restaurants during holidays, and it fucking sucked. <laughs> it really fucking sucked. Um, that being said, though, I mean, these people... There, I'm get you know I'm giving them money. I'm helping them in a way. As uh, I don't, know, I don't feel as bad. I mean, I I like to tip people and stuff when I go to restaurants during the holidays because I remember. I mean, it fucking sucks to work the holidays on uh, on restaurants. Um. Then again, I mean it's hard times. People might be more willing to work it now. Especially in the uh, restaurant business, as I'm sure they've taken massive hits from, you know, when the lockdowns happened, then even after lockdowns, when people just weren't going out. Now people can't afford to go out, so it's Ouroboros, uh, uh, you know, the snake eating itself. It's not not a good combination. It's got to be, it's never been easy 
for a lot of restaurant workers to you know make a living now. Add in all that shit, I'm sure it's not real helpful. Um, I don't see anything on the fucking Ameristars dealio about uh, old buffet. Um, experience, dine, casual dining. There's got to be a goddamn... Hmm. Casual dining, Maristar Sports Bar and Grill. Don't think that's going to be a great place to go on uh, on the old uh, Thanksgiving. But uh, they have a place called Cos- Copper Whisk. That's nice. That sounds nice. Pearl's Oyster Bar. <laughs> Let's eat oysters on Thanksgiving. That might be a new thing. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a big turkey fan. Not a big turkey fan. I love a lot of Thanksgiving food. Love a lot of it. We will be having like a traditional Thanksgiving meal uh, with the, over at my Aunt Sherry's house um, the Saturday following Thanksgiving. So, I mean, we are going to get the traditional stuff in there. And uh, that being said, um, yeah, we're gonna. I imagine we're just gonna go to Bob Evans. I'm not. I'm not seeing much in the way of options here for uh, buffets and casinos. I think that's just a kind of a thing in the past in the St. Louis area, or I'm just not seeing it on their dealio here. It's. Uh, I may not be looking in the right places. That might be a thing. Um, <laughs> I'm not even seeing any of these having like really a buffet anymore. The hell's the Horseshoe St. Louis? I am unfamiliar with this one. This is, uh, or so I never fucking go to casinos anymore. Um, n- not that I was ever like huge into going to casinos, but uh, it's uh, Horseshoe St. Louis. You can get rooms there. Uh, what kind of restaurants does this place have? There's a... Uh, ooh, slice of pizza and pasta. Man, I'm really not seeing anything about buffets, you motherfuckers. <laughs> I am uh, awfully sad here. I really want to get a goddamn uh, buffet. It's probably a good idea that I don't hit a buffet. Bob Evans has perfectly fine Thanksgiving food. Like, it's good stuff. Um, But uh, other than Thanksgiving, though, which, well, I guess I can continue on that subject. I mean, if I'm going to talk about, like, favorite food on Thanksgiving, I mean, my go-to... Used to be always the pumpkin pie. I mean, pumpkin flavored desserts. I'm on board. I don't know what's my favorite. It might be. I love me some stuffing. Like especially, you know, I'm. Fu- I grew up poor. I love me, uh, <laughs> the stovetop stuffing. Um, the what is the uh, specific brand there? 
Stovetop stuffing. Uh, what is? Uh, damn it. Well, I guess that is the <laughs> stovetop. That's <laughs> that's the name. Of it. Yeah, that's right. That shit's fucking good. That shit is like so good. I mean, that is fantastic. And of course, sweet potato casserole. That shit is good. My aunt Patty used to make that every year. Was her dish for? Uh, I think she would do that uh, Thanksgiving and during uh, Christmas. Um, but man, you get, you know, the sweet potatoes, throwing some marshmallows and brown sugar. Fuck yeah. Good shit. You know, and I like, uh, you know, I mean, there's just, oh man, I'm just looking at pictures of the stovetop stuffing and fucking shit that just, mm, I just want to get a box of that and eat it right now. <laughs> Throw some gravy on it. I mean, mashed potatoes and gravies, that's that feels like a, a must if you're going to have a big Thanksgiving feast. you got to throw some mashed potatoes and gravy in there. That's fantastic. Um, preferably, though, I mean, I'll eat turkey, and I'm fine with it. I gotta, I'd got prefer to go dark meat route. Um, and it's, you know, a lot, usually on Thanksgiving I feel obligated to eat some turkey. But uh, I'd prefer to have, like, some swine. Throw me some ham on there and uh, go to town, you know? Go to town on some swine. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I, I do uh, I dig some Thanksgiving dinners, you know? As, uh, I'll have that Thursday and Friday off of next week, so I'm only working three days, so I should be ready for some eating. Hopefully I can get a couple of runs in. My foot's still been a little jacked, so I haven't really been running at all. Although I ran this, uh, yes, oh, two days ago, th- Thursday. <laughs> I have no concept of time anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to having those days off and eating some some good food, some good eats. And uh, maybe I'll buy a thing or two for Black Friday. I haven't seen any deals. Thankfully, I haven't seen any good deals on like guitars and such uh, for me to make any horrible decisions there. <laughs> and uh, one nice thing, the, the Noel Gallagher guitar is still not in stock. So that is, and I doubt that would, you know, something that's got that high demand and uh, less stock is not going to go on sale. Not going to go on sale. The Tony Iommi's been in stock for quite some time. And he's actually had, through the years, quite a few different signature models. And so I'm going to say, and they just released the Epiphone version. So, I mean, you know, they might drop $100 or so off the Gibson, which still would make it expensive. (laughs) So I don't think I'm going to be buying that on Black Friday. Man, it would be sweet, though. Man, that would be sweet. Um, man, one thing I, I interesting, I did. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna ruin this for myself just by talking about it because I haven't been to the end of this. But Netflix, um, just released a documentary. Uh, called Pepsi. Where's my jet? <laughs> and uh, the story is about a guy that he was 20 years old in the 90s, uh, 96 or so. 
when uh, Pepsi had this, uh, uh, you would say, uh, they're running this deal. It was like uh, collect the Pepsi points and you can get all kinds of Pepsi gear. And the the again the Netflix documentaries uh, is called Pepsi Where's My Jet. There's several episodes of this thing. I guess like five different episodes or something. I don't know if it's quite that many. I'm looking at this thing. Um but uh I don't I'm trying to uh, um I'm trying to see if he actually got it. But the whole point of the deal was, okay, there was the commercial for the Pepsi points. And it showed, you know, hey, you know, grab 50 points, get yourself a shirt. Uh, 100 points, get you a jacket. Or, you know, 250 points, where the fuck it was. Um, well, here, I'll read the uh, Wikipedia on it here. In the mid-90s, PepsiCo aired a series of commercials aiming to promote their Pepsi products and associated points system. According to the system, purchasing Pepsi products allowed customers to collect points that could be used to claim prizes such as T-shirts or sunglasses. One commercial showed that for 7 million points, the prize was an AV8 Harrier 2 jump jet. Um, if you're unfamiliar with, uh, with what that is, go watch the movie... Uh, True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis as well as Tom Arnold in that classic film. Uh, Liza Dushku as well. Um, they have a Harrier jet at the end of that. And Arnold's like flying the Harrier jet that uh, that hovers a lot. Uh, like It can hover like a helicopter and also you know, it flies like a fucking jet. They're pretty fucking awesome. They are really fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> but they, again, back to uh, the Pepsi Pepsi commercial. Um, okay, so the uh, the prize was an AV8 Harrier 2 jump jet. Again, 7 million points. Um, its value at the time was estimated at US $23 million. But watching the documentary, they came up with the 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 gentleman that was tw- the 20 years old at the time that really went for this. He had figured it for $32 million, I think. But uh, while the commercial was tongue-in-cheek, it lacked a disclaimer indicating so. John Leonard, a 21-year-old business student, 96, which I'm pretty sure in the, the documentary says 20. So Wikipedia, get shit right. <laughs> um, he found that it was possible to purchase Pepsi points for 10 cents each and calculated that 7 million points cost U.S. Uh, in U.S. dollars $700,000. Already possessing 15 Pepsi points, he convinced five... He had more than 15 Pepsi points, I believe, because they were... Uh, <laughs> um, him and his parents like started buying... If I remember... Because I've watched all of the first episode and part of the second episode, I believe, is how far I'm in. They actually... Uh, started like he started buying a ton of Pepsi and his whole family and they were trying to then it was like they realized like there's no fucking way we're going to be able to get 7 million points like uh, (laughs) it would take them years to get that many um, and drink a fuck ton of Pepsi Um, but uh, he convinced five investors to help him buy the remaining points again the documentary only shows one investor 
one of these investors was Todd Hoffman. Leonard sent his points and a check to claim the jet. However, PepsiCo denied his request and argued that the commercial was a joke. They also pointed out that the jet was not an item offered in their catalog of products that can be obtained with Pepsi points. Leonard filed a lawsuit in Miami accusing PepsiCo of breach of contract, fraud, deceptive, and unfair trade practices and misleading advertising. He hired celebrity attorney Michael Avenatti. Oh, man, I haven't gotten that far. He's had quite the fall from grace. If you're unfamiliar with Michael Avenatti, he became very famous during the Trump administration as the lawyer for Stormy Daniels, the uh, porn star Stormy Daniels, as she uh, had gotten hush money to uh, hide the affair that she had with Donald Trump during the uh, campaign uh, for his first presidency. And he, she was forced to sign a uh, NDA. And uh, Michael Avenatti was uh, her lawyer as she was fighting the NDA and all that stuff and uh, as she came out with the the fact that he gave her was a $100,000 of campaign money I don't remember what it was but Michael Avenatti after that had like a big fall from grace <laughs> uh, he was a good TV personality there for like you know a few months and then he, I can't remember what he did he did some some real shifty shit and he might be in prison right now I don't re- recall uh, this little th- tidbit they say on him here is uh Oh, okay. He had attempted extortion of sports apparel company Nike that led to his conviction of several felonies. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he got into some real trouble. Uh, Anyway, Michael Avenatti uh, was uh, representing him, uh, uh, this uh, uh, individual... um, which the investor was Todd Hoffman, and John Leonard was the uh, young man that... uh, Came up with the scheme. Uh, Leonard filed a lawsuit. Yeah, okay. Meanwhile, the company requested that Leonard's claim be deemed frivolous. The lawsuit became known as Leonard vs. PepsiCo Incorporated was eventually transferred to a federal court in Manhattan in September of 97. The Pentagon announced that the jets were not for sale and would need to be demilitarized before being offered to the public, which included includes disabling their ability to fly. That's a shame. In August of 99, Judge Kimba Wood ruled in favor of PepsiCo with the argument that no oh, objective person could reasonably have concluded that the commercial actually offered consumers a Harrier jet. The company updated their commercial to increase the number of Pepsi points required for the jet from $7 million to $700 million. <laughs> Still no disclaimer, though, huh? Oh, that's a, that's a shame. That's a shame. I was really rooting for him. But I never, I mean, maybe I heard about the story at one point. But uh, it's a it's a cool documentary. I, I'm interested to see the rest as uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's worthwhile. It seems like the, I mean, looking at the guy, John Leonard, I believe uh, what, uh, what the name I <laughs> said like several times. Uh, he, uh, Seems like he's doing all right for himself. He looks good, and uh, he's still with the hanging out with uh, the was it Todd Hoffman, the investor there, and they, uh, yeah, John Leonard and I guess Todd Hoffman, something of that nature. Um, but they uh, they hike mountains and shit together. 
They, that's how they knew each other before the whole thing. And uh, Todd Hoffman was quite a bit older, or is quite a bit older than John Leonard. And uh, they got to know each other by uh, climbing some pretty, you know, epic mountains. And it appears they still do that shit. Um, although it does look like John got a chance to uh, fly some jets, or at least be around them, because uh, there was some of the footage in the documentary would lead me to believe that, uh, you know, which I was wondering if he actually won the lawsuit. Did they do? I feel like I'm spoiling this <laughs> completely if you're going to watch it. Um, but he's like, they have footage of him around these jets. And, uh, but if you read the signage around it, I believe it was Royal Air Force is what it said. So, I mean, obviously, it wouldn't have been his jet. Wouldn't have been his jet. Anyway. Maybe he got my point, though. He's like, you know, it looks like he at least got a chance to fly one, maybe. As, holy shit, that that would be pretty awesome to uh, fly a fucking Harrier jet, man. I mean, that is... I'm saddened that they didn't... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't win the lawsuit. I mean, watching the commercial, you can tell they're not being serious with it. However, you know, it's, uh, they didn't spend, you know, there was no fucking disclaimer. There was no disclaimer on that commercial. So just saying, maybe, you you know, you made some bad decisions there, Pepsi. And uh, and all that. Almost like, you know, I mean, they also, I don't know those decisions so much, but, you know, they hired Michael Jackson for a big campaign and uh, set his ass on fire. <laughs> now, I don't know if that directly had correlation between him and, you know, <clears throat> I, mean, I feel like he did molest children, but, you know, I guess I should say, yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, I, I know a lot of people still are convinced that uh, he he never did anything wrong to children, um, but they're like, oh yeah, I mean they're fine with him, okay, you know, admitting that he slept in a bed with a child, but there was nothing wrong with that. He's just a very loving man. Anyway, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Pepsi. Uh, Michael Jackson did get on, set on fire when he's doing the uh, Pepsi commercial. And uh, that's apparently when he got addicted to drugs. But apparently he had done stuff with children before that, if I remember correctly from the Leaving Neverland documentary. That is, of course, all, you know, uh, here, you know, it's I don't know, it's not really hearsay. It's just, that's just the, their side of it. There's no, this was never proven in a court of law. At least a jury didn't decide that. And, uh, again, oh, he totally fucked boys. <laughs> He fucked little children. Uh, bring it on, Jackson family. They're gonna they're gonna sue me. That's probably the one of the few hundred people that listen to me is the, the Jackson family. Tito, Tito's like motherfucker. God damn it, another motherfucker. Claim my brother's fucking children. Fucking blanket. Man, I just thought about like, what if it was like Paris or or blanket? Like, oh, that's I feel kind of bad about that. I would. I highly doubt Paris or Blanket. Or, uh, I don't think he goes by Blanket anyway. Um, 
I would be very surprised if Michael Jackson um if Michael Jackson's children listened to my podcast. That that would be weird. That'd be awkward. You're like, uh Yeah, sorry. I think you're sorry but uh, hopefully your dad didn't molest you or your brother or anything weird. I'm pretty sure he did that to other people. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Latoya's probably listening right now. That's the one. It's probably. I think she's still alive. I don't know. There's been several Jacksons that have died. Of the siblings, I think only Michael is the one that died. Anyway. Um, is that man? I shouldn't have done it like a search. So like, holy shit! Like, fucking children are adults now. It's creeping me out. It's really creeping me out. Um. Anyway, yeah. So that was, I was really kind of sad, and I did look up the whole uh, Pepsi thing. I was really rooting for the guy to get this fucking jet. Come to find out, I guess according to Wikipedia, maybe uh, maybe they clearly they had some r- facts wrong, at least by from what the documentary said. So, you know, I'm just saying maybe. Maybe they're wrong. And uh, at the end of this, I find out he did somehow get a jet. Again, he was by a jet. Of course, it says Royal Air Force. Assuming that is the British Royal Air Force. Um, That's got a thing. And apparently, like, they worked out a whole business strategy. Uh, It was the uh, John Leonard and Todd Hoffman about uh, what they were going to do with the jet. They weren't going to sell it. They were going to uh, do like air shows and rent it out for movies and stuff, which, uh, man, I would think you would be able to uh, make some big bank from that. Renting shit, you know, a fucking jet out to movies. Some good money. Uh... But yeah, damn it. They didn't they didn't I'm so let down. I'm so deflated. <laughs> like son of a bitch. Uh then again, I mean you watch the commercial. I mean it's clearly meant to be a joke. And as someone that's joked about a lot of stuff I probably shouldn't have joked about. <laughs> I guess I can relate. To, you know, somebody taking a joke seriously and whatnot. Um, that being said, uh, <clears throat> it, it's still a shame. Still a shame that they did not end up with the jet. I still got to watch the rest of the documentary, though, even though, even though I ruined it for myself and possibly anyone <laughs> listening to this. Uh I do feel bad, like, too, also, the uh, guys that or they have a few of the people that were involved in writing the commercial and coming up with the commercial. I guess one of the people, the main creators, he was talking about casting, and he showed the storyboards for the commercial and uh, where what they were planning to go with. And uh, they had the text going up on the screen like they did in uh, Hunt for Red October, where it was like if showing a, a kid in a Pepsi shirt 
and then the text scrolls out across the bottom of the screen where it says uh, shirt 50 Pepsi points or whatever and uh, it does that for every item then finally it does it for the, the Harrier jet but originally in the commercial which the one you see that actually made it to air was uh, had this kid that I mean, he was a good looking kid I mean, he was like a a young Tom Cruise. He looked like, you know what, he could pull off a Harrier jet. Whereas originally they wanted the guy that originally came up with the uh, concept for the commercial wanted to do, uh, like, the kid that played the catcher in the Sandlot. I don't know if they were going to use that exact actor or not, but I I didn't quite pay attention. I was in the middle of uh, eating... (laughs) And uh, playing with Aja Mulder when uh, I was kind of half-assed watching that part. And uh, I believe they actually wanted the kid from the Sandlot because I would have been around that time-ish. And it was supposed to look like an everyday kid that, you know, had no business being in the side the cockpit of a Harrier jet. <laughs> and I could see how that would be more entertaining. And I'm saddened that they didn't get that. But apparently they didn't need that to really illustrate that it was a joke and that the courts decided, yeah, like this clearly isn't serious. Um, simple disclaimer though, just saying simple disclaimer could have, could have avoided all of that. (laughs) They never would have been able to move forward with a lawsuit had they just put the disclaimer on it. You know, you look at the products on like all the, uh, you know, that's a good thing to look up. I'm going to look up crazy disclaimers because I know like anything you look up, uh, you know, when you see a disclaimer on something, like I guess the big one that people really uh, talk about is that uh, the hot coffee at, at uh, McDonald's because there's the woman that burnt herself because she was wearing a skirt and put the... Um, <laughs> coffee in her lap and spilt it all over her legs and uh that was like i think mcdonald's has a very strong uh, campaign against that to make her to disparage her and make her look bad and uh because i thought it was like a frivolous lawsuit type thing because you know obviously coffee's hot and why the hell would you you know put it on your skin basically you know rest it on your legs like that um that being said uh from what i understand there was more to it than they really let on and this stuff i mean it gave her third degree burns it wasn't just like some fucking hot coffee it was insanely hot coffee that begs kind of the question you could probably feel that it was that hot right that you maybe not i don't know i don't remember what the specifics were to the story but uh, after I know hearing more about the case years after the fact, it was like, oh, maybe it wasn't as dumb as McDonald's made it seem and that the media made it seem. Anyway, um, here's a website, WorldWideInterweb.com. That sounds super legit. <laughs> no fake news here. Uh, here's an article by Nathan. Just says Nathan. Doesn't even give a last name. It's just Nathan. Like there's only one of them. Like there's only one Nathan in this world. 
Apparently Nathan has hot dogs too. I don't know if uh, you're aware of that. <laughs> or if he's aware of that. Uh, this article is called The Funniest Disclaimers Ever. Sure, it's possible that uh, there are other disclaimers in the world that are funnier than these, but this is what the internet told us, and we must obey the internet or suffer the consequences. Uh, number one. It's a, I guess a bottle of wine here. Soggy Bottom Boys Sauvignon Blanc. 2012 uh, says, do not let this bottle serve as an inspiration to call your ex in a pathetic attempt to get back together. Some very fine grapes have died in the making of this wine. Show some respect. <laughs> ah, nice. I like that one. Ooh, here's a sugar-free character gummies. It's a uh, Goofy's candy. That's Goofy's from uh, Disney there. And uh, it's got a big old picture of Goofy on the front of it and it says warning consumption may cause stomach discomfort and or laxative effect yeah you gotta watch out for the sugar free candy man it'll fucking kill you um this is exactly what you want from candy though exactly what I don't know why the fuck they even sell that shit who fucking buys that you're like you know what I wanna feel I wanna shit myself (laughs) and just feel awful oh here's an ad for free guac Bring this card in to Chipotle and you'll get free chips and guac when you buy a burrito, bowl, salad, or order of tacos. Um, and then there's the uh, disclaimer at the bottom where after it says the expires in July tw- uh, 15th, 2012. Offer valid only at participating locations, which in this case means all locations, not to be combined with other offers or somehow cleverly duplicated. Limit one card per visit. Please present this card to the cashier, but don't be surprised when they keep it. Cash value is one one hundredth of one cent, which is pretty much nothing. This is the fine print. Why are you still reading this? Really, this is getting silly. Go eat. That's that's a good disclaimer. I I I approve that disclaimer. Um. <laughs> Uh, Weird Welfare uh, says the following true stories involve a Hitler sex change and exploding pancakes. Viewer discretion is advised. It's a History Channel program. Uh, a Hitler sex change and exploding pancakes. I, w- I want to see that. Weird. Oh, I say welfare. Weird Warfare. It's got like it's hard to see that print there. It's like uh, there's like a shadow. It's like a screenshot, like a shitty screenshot. Um, there's a dot com humor dot com. It is uh got some video with the below the video player. It says results not typical. If you suck and don't use the way we say, you'll remain broke. Um, okay, whatever. All right, I don't know why that that one's not great. Um, here's one. There was a car flying in the air. Uh, fictionalization. Do not attempt. Uh. Closed aerospace professional pilot. Seriously, cars cannot fly. Yeah, these are some of these are good. Some of these are just like yeah, you're shit in the bed here. You're shit in the bed. Here's a <laughs> this one's kind of funny. Uh, it's a Woodworth cedar line cabinet, which I feel like they you know, they need better. There's like no description on most of these. Um, <laughs> inside the. Uh, description of this which if you're con- if you're wondering how much this Woodworth cedar line cabinet is $339.99 um and here's the description on it made with a uh, poplar salad 
um, cherry veneers, cedar lined storage, adjustable shelves, crushed gold or brushed gold hardware. There's a, it's uh, hard to make that out, but it's brushed gold hardware. And then it gives the dimensions, which is 20 foot wide by 19 foot uh, depth. And then by 72 feet high, if I'm reading that correctly. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then the final, the final most important one, though, not a Narnia gateway. So if you're looking to go to gateway... <laughs> Or you go into a gateway t- that takes you to uh, Narnia, it won't be in this fucking cabinet. <laughs> oh man, this is a, just an asshole right here. This is a. Uh, I don't. I don't know if this is Nathan's hot dogs, but this <laughs> would seem comical if that were the case. Since you know Nathan wrote the article uh, as a sign in some kind of shop. I'm assuming for hot dogs. Because it says, if you choke to death on a hot dog, that is natural selection and management is not responsible. Thanks. That's that's real sweet and caring right there. Um, as someone that's choked a bit on food, and, uh, you know, I I enjoy a big 13-inch kielbasa from time to time. Sometimes, you know, it's not a great idea to deep throat that all at once. <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. As I've gotten older... I choke. I can choke on fucking saliva. It's like I fucking forget how to breathe all of a sudden, and I'm fucking like breathing in the middle of eating, and I'm fucking choking on like saliva. That that's more aggravating than choking on food. Usually, it's like just fucking saliva that I'm choking on. So fuck that guy in his sign. Fuck that guy in his ass. Um. <laughs> that being said, uh. Yeah, they, yeah, some of these are just shit. There's a car doing donuts in the snow, and it says you will never be allowed to do this on a test drive ever. Yeah, thanks for that. I'm sure the dealership would inform me of that. Um, there's, I guess, a watermelon. There's like a cartoon caricature of a watermelon. It says, Mini-Me, seedless watermelon. It may contain some seeds. That is, that's great. That says, seedless watermelon. It may contain seeds. <laughs> it may... <laughs> uh, yeah. Most of these are pretty stupid. Um, which makes me, brings me back to going to school at the broadcast center, and then I, I did the uh, car commercial for Jay Wolf, Toyota of West County. And uh, we played that uh, when Nabina was here, I believe on the podcast, but uh, that was a fun one where I made this big, long disclaimer at the end of it. And <laughs> I, I'll play the, I don't, I'm not going to play that right now, but I want to play, if I can find it, the old SNL commercial that really, really drove it home for me. Speaking of like disclaimers, I love, a, I love a good disclaimer and some of those were okay. I was just reading Nathan's full of shit. That's not the funniest disclaimers I've ever seen. Nathan can go fuck himself. Fuck himself with his hot dogs. Just, you know what? Try not to choke on it. Try not to choke on the hot dog. Man. Um. Anyway. All right. <laughs> let's see. I'm getting distracted by the thumbnails. Here. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
buying this I don't know if this video is on. It's an SNL commercial uh, for Happy Fun Ball. And I probably played this years ago on the podcast, but it, I think it's been a while. Oh, yeah, they've got the Happy Fun Ball. I'm going to play that. This is uh, on the actual SNL's thing. Let's fucking Mike Myers, Dana Carvey in this shit. Some good stuff. The Sandman's days. I don't know if Sandman's in this. Here's a commercial for Guitar Center that I'm not going to pot up. <laughs> so they have Black Friday deals. All right, here we go. Happy Fun Ball. As you know what? For some reason, the sound is not on. Um, as I don't know what. It's not muted. And. Uh, this is not going well. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, oh, there's sound. Oh, I had. Oh, I have the. I yeah. <laughs> and the computer muted. That would be why. All right, here we go. Happy fun ball. Take thirty-five. Take thirty-five. Here we go. Ball bouncing down the street. It's fun. Yes, it's Happy Fun Ball, the toy sensation that's sweeping the nation. Only $14.95 at participating stores. Get one today. Warning. Pregnant women, the elderly, and children under 10 should avoid prolonged exposure to Happy Fun Ball. Caution. Happy Fun Ball may suddenly accelerate to dangerous speeds. Happy Fun Ball contains a liquid core, which, if exposed due to rupture, should not be touched, inhaled, or looked at. Do not use Happy Fun Ball on concrete. Discontinue use of Happy Fun Ball if any of the following occurs. Itching, vertigo, dizziness, tingling in extremities, loss of balance or coordination, slurred speech, temporary blindness, profuse sweating, or heart palpitations. If Happy Fun Ball begins to smoke, get away immediately, seek shelter, and cover head. Happy Fun Ball may stick to certain types of skin. When not in use, Happy Fun Ball should be returned to its special container and kept under refrigeration. Failure to do so relieves the makers of Happy Fun Ball, Wacky Products Incorporated, and its parent company, Global Chemical Unlimited, of any and all liability. Ingredients of Happy Fun Ball include an unknown glowing substance which fell to Earth, presumably from outer space. Happy Fun Ball has been shipped to our troops in Saudi Arabia and is also being dropped by our warplanes on Iraq. Do not taunt Happy Fun Ball. Happy Fun Ball comes with a lifetime guarantee. Happy Fun Ball! Except no substitutes! You're damn right, Phil Hartman. Oh, man. Yeah, I love Phil Hartman. He was one of the greatest, like, pitchmen of SNL. Dan Aykroyd and Phil Hartman were, like, the two best for uh, commercials, I would say, on SNL. And uh, <laughs> I fucking uh It's just so good. So good, and they they've got a thumbnail here for the like the other great, one of the other great uh, uh, SNL parody commercials with the late great Phil Hartman uh, for Colon Blow, <laughs> which is a good one. If you if you haven't seen it, go on the YouTube's and look up uh, Colon Blow or Happy Fun Ball. It's good shit. Although there's, I mean. You get, like, there's also uh, Dana Carvey, of course, was in that. And then uh, Jan Hooks, who's also uh, passed away, uh, I guess, several years ago now she passed away. But uh, as uh, 
Mike Myers, Dana Carvey, and Jan Hooks, and then, of course, Phil Hartman in the background there doing the narrator voice. Um, Man, I, I wonder if, like, Conan O'Brien wrote that. I don't know who wrote that. I know Conan was of that time er- period as a writer, uh, which, uh, man, I, I just recently watched... Uh, I don't remember what it was on. Might have been YouTube. I think it might have been on YouTube. The, the it was a Chris Farley special and talking about just the dark life of Chris Farley. Yeah, it was on YouTube. I don't know what thing, but just feel felt really bad for him after watching that and just how the writers were just kind of dicks to him. But that's uh, <coughs> no, a shame. He was a funny motherfucker. Um, happy. Fun ball. I don't know that I'm going to get any answers to that. There's got to be like a... It was written by Jack Handy. And of course, voiced by Phil Hartman. I feel like... <laughs> I was really hoping like Conan would be involved in that. Ah, uh, Jack Handy. The Jack Handy. Makes me think of The Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Um... Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Anyway, yeah, happy fun ball. And disclaimer. I love a good disclaimer, you know, when it's done well. Pepsi, you shouldn't have done that. Should You could have saved yourself on some legal bills. Would have been an easy open and shut case for you there. It never, never would have been a case. But uh, as it were, they were not intelligent enough to run a disclaimer on that commercial. But so far, that documentary seems pretty good, even though I know what sort of the outcome's going to be. I plan on watching the rest of it. Is I'm like, I enjoy a good documentary. And uh, it seems like a, like a decent one. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, happy Thanksgiving, unless you're in a country where you don't celebrate or for whatever reason you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, you know? Um Hell, you could be in the U.S. and just be like Native American and be like, fuck you motherfuckers and stealing our land. We like celebrate it by like having a fucking turkey. <laughs> you know, whatever your reasons, you know, then have a good holiday period. There's probably some other holidays around that time. Um. Anyway, yeah, so uh, I guess as always, that is a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.